Hi, everybody. Uh, let's take a few minutes and go through the syllabus together. I want to make sure that you understand all the course expectations, uh, how you will be graded, uh, due dates, and all those sorts of things. So, obviously, this is World Regional Geography, GI 151. Uh, my name is Mark Reisinger. Uh, I've been teaching this course online uh, for a number of years. Uh, that doesn't mean I have all the bugs worked out, but hopefully I have most of them worked out for you. Um, as you can see, obviously, this is a distance learning course. You knew that when you signed up. Uh, I've tried to make the course as flexible as possible for you. Uh, that means you can go in and look at all the course materials at your leisure uh, and um, complete assignments and so forth ahead of time if you so desire and things like that. Most all the course materials are on Blackboard uh, and, and or on uh, YouTube. So you can find course lectures, for example, on YouTube, all the assignments, exams, as well as the course lectures are also on Blackboard. So let's take a look at the course uh, goals and objectives. Uh, as you can see, the goals of the course are threefold. First, uh, you will gain an appreciation of and critically ponder the consequences of converging environmental, cultural, political, and economic systems through the forces of globalization. Second, you will deepen your understanding of the creation and persistence of geographic diversity and difference. It's really the interaction and tension between these forces that form the central theme for the course. The course provides an analysis of population, culture, environment, and economies of major world regions. Issues of global importance, including development, demographic change, urbanization and migration, environmental problems, and international conflict are examined. My hope is that by the end of the course, you will be able to critically evaluate and analyze global and regional issues, and possibly formulate a fundamentally new perspective on the global environment, economy, culture, population phenomena, as well as, and especially, global geopolitics. Uh, all that means is that, uh, what all that means is you need to do some critical thinking. So I've uh, listed some of the elements of critical thinking here for you on the syllabus. Uh, these, those elements include differentiating between fact and opinion. Uh, even I have my own biases. Your textbook author has his own biases. Their own biases, I should say. It's more than one. Uh, so uh, you need to be able to differentiate between fact and opinion. You need to be able to recognize and evaluate, oh, there you go, author bias and rhetoric. Determine uh, cause and effect relationships. Determine the accuracy and completeness of information presented. Uh, in some cases, not all the information be, may be presented, so you can make a, um, a logical um, conclusion. Uh, so you have to be aware of that, those sorts of issues. Recognize logical fallacies and faulty reasoning. Compare and contrast information and points of view developing inferential skills, making judgments, and drawing logical conclusions. Uh, the objectives of the course are as follows. Increase your knowledge of various regions of the world. Examine differences among various regions of the world with respect to their physical geography and human activities. Identify and explain the causes and consequences of regional differences in the levels of material well-being among people in the world. and uh, Familiar, familiarize yourself with the use of maps and atlases as well as basic geographic methodology. This course fulfills the global interdependence, interdependencies or G 
and the social science or and general education requirements at Binghamton University. And you can see I have the G learning outcomes listed for you. Students in G courses will demonstrate knowledge of how two or more distinctive world regions have influenced their influence and interacted with one another and how such interactions have been informed by their respective cultures or civilizations. And the learning outcomes for the N uh, uh, requirement is uh, are twofold, actually. Knowledge of major concepts, models, and issues and their interrelationships of at least one of the social sciences, uh, including anthropology, economics, geography, history, political science, and or sociology. Uh, and then uh, the second learning outcome is uh, an understanding of the methods used by social sciences to explore uh, phenomena, including, uh, including when appropriate to the discipline, observation, hypothesis development, measurement and data collection, experimentation, evaluation of evidence, and analysis by mathematics or other interpretive frameworks. Uh, we also are required to put on our syllabus uh, this information. Uh, this course is a four-credit course, which means that in addition to the scheduled lectures, discussions, students are expected to do at least nine and a half hours of course-related work each week during the semester. Uh, this includes things like uh, completing assigned readings, participating in lab sessions, studying for tests or examinations, preparing written assignments, completing internship or clinical placement requirements, and or other tasks that must be completed to earn credit in the course. Uh, and I will tell you that you will definitely spend at least nine and a half hours uh, outside of class for this class, because essentially you are doing 15 weeks of coursework in uh, five, uh, five weeks uh, during, this, during the summer session. So what, that, what I'm really trying to tell you is uh, you need to be prepared to uh, set aside a, a substantial amount of time to complete the coursework uh, for, this, uh, for this class. As you can see, I have my office hours listed. If you are on campus or in the Binghamton area, feel free to stop in and see me during my office hours. Uh, my office is actually in the Shenango Champlain Collegial Center, or C4, in room 119. Um, and as you can see, I've listed two phone numbers there for you to get a hold of me if you'd like to speak to me in person. You can uh, also contact me by email. I'm very good at getting back to students uh, by email. I typically will get back to you in a few hours. If it's over the weekend, it might be a, uh, a few more hours. And of course, if it's late at night, uh, it might not be till the next morning. If you would like to speak to me in person, uh, also, uh, rather than by phone, you can also Skype me. I have my Skype uh, address listed here. And I plan to be in my office during this, during this session uh, daily, Monday through Friday, from 2 to 4. So you can contact me by Skype or by phone, def definitely at those times, or you could drop in at those times. And if something comes up that I can't keep my office hours, I will, uh, I will make you aware of that, uh, that I need to cancel my office hours, um, you know, for whatever reason. I do all the freshman and transfer student orientation, so sometimes those might conflict with my office hours, but I will definitely let you know in advance if that's the case. Uh, the textbook, uh, you can see this is the required textbook. This is what all the uh, 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 
besides the lectures, this is what uh, your exam questions will be taken from this textbook here. So you definitely want to make sure you have the textbook. It's available at the University Bookstore, and I'm sure you can find it online. You can probably find it used at a very reasonable price uh, online. So let's take a look at the course procedures and requirements. Um, since this is an online course, um, it's really what we would call a self-directed course in many ways. That is, like I said, it's very flexible. You can go in and do the course assignments at your leisure. Um, you can listen to uh, the lectures at your leisure and things like that. Uh, but you definitely need to make sure you have the assignments submitted uh, uh, by 11.59 p.m. on the due date. Okay, and I'll talk a little bit more about that um, in a few minutes. So, uh, as, I was, I was, as, as I was saying, since this is an online course and there are no class meetings, you are expected to do the majority of learning, of the learning of course materials on your own. I am available uh, via email, phone, and Skype to answer any questions you may have. I've posted my PowerPoint lecture slides to Blackboard, as well as auto recordings. Uh, they're also on Blackboard. And you will see those when you go through. I've posted on Blackboard a uh, Blackboard overview, and you will see those when you go through that overview. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? You can also access the course lectures uh, on YouTube at the following, at this link. Um, I also posted practice quiz, quizzes to Blackboard. Um, the practice quizzes do not count towards your course grade, but they are uh, useful. Uh, and helping you to check your understanding of the course concepts and terminology. The materials provide you with important, oh, there you go, the materials provide you with important concepts and themes from each chapter in the textbook. You will also find assignments for the course posted on Blackboard as well. Um, and again, you need to go over that Blackboard overview uh, to make sure you understand how to actually access the questions for the, uh, for the, uh, for the assignments. Uh, you may be, view the course materials at your leisure. How all, however, all assignments should be submitted by 11.59 p.m. on the day they are due. Um, and then just a, a note here about um, uh, copyright infringement. All course materials is the property of me. Uh, photocopying or other means of reproduction, especially for redistribution, redistribution I'm sorry, redistribution may violate U.S. copyright law. Course grading. So, as you can see from the course, uh, from the uh, grading here, there are 10 assignments. Um, those 10 assignments total 150 points. Uh, there are two exams, uh, and each of those exams is worth 75 points. Uh, so, there's a midterm and a final exam. Uh, and we'll talk a bit more about those in a few minutes. And then this is the, uh, the grading breakdown, as you can see. Um, what you need to get an A, an A minus, and so forth. So let's talk a bit about the examinations. Um, there are two exams scheduled for this course. The exams consist of 75 multiple choice questions. You will take the exams on Blackboard. Uh, the exams will be posted uh, at 7 a.m. on the day they appear in the course schedule, and you will have until 11.59 p.m. of that day to take the exam. The exams will have a time limit of two hours. So when you log in, you will have two hours to complete the exam. You cannot log in and log out of the exam and then re-log in again. You have to complete the exam in one sitting. Um, let's see here. 
academic dishonesty. Uh, I know that nobody will participate in academic dishonesty. So, uh, because it is, uh, well, <laughs> it's a real pain in the butt for you, uh, and it's a real pain in the butt for me. So, I know nobody will uh, engage in academic dishonesty. So, here's our course schedule. As I mentioned, things move along really, really quickly during these summer sessions because you are essentially doing 15 weeks of work in five weeks. Your very first assignment is due on the very first day of class. That's what I like to call a selfie assignment where you upload a photograph of yourself and some information about yourself. And that really gives me uh, a chance to get to know a little bit about you. Um, so when I get an email from you or if you call me or if we Skype, I, I know a little bit about you in advance. And then you can see your second assignment is due uh, on the second day of class on the 7th of July. And remember, these are due, so assignment one is due at 11.59, by 11.59, on 7-6, Monday 7-6-2015. Uh, assignment seven, or I'm sorry, assignment two is due by uh, July 7th uh, at 11.59 p.m. and so forth. And then you can see our midterm exam is scheduled for um, Wednesday, uh, July 22nd. And as I mentioned, that will be available at 7 a.m. in the morning of that day and will become unavailable at 11.59 p.m. of that day. And you can start the exam at any time during that time period and have the full time to take the exam. So essentially, you could start at 11.50 p.m. on the 22nd, and you would still have the full two hours uh, to complete the exam. And then, as you can see, uh, the final exam is scheduled for the 7th of August. And again, uh, same thing, 75 questions, two hours to complete the exam. Um, you can start anytime between 7 a.m. and 11.59 p.m. and have your um, full two hours to complete the exam. So that's the course syllabus. And as always, if you have any questions or comments uh, about the course syllabus, uh, please feel free to contact me either via phone once uh, my office hours begin in July or via uh, email or via Skype.